the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to have you with us on a Friday morning. Transitioning to afternoon, we'll talk to Tom Condit at noon. Tom is the attorney for a woman named Tony Evans. Tony worked in the Olentangy School District as a study hall monitor. I met her Sunday. She was at the candidate forum for Jennifer Foyt and Felicia Castle. They are the two candidates in the Olentangy School Board election. Whose signs you see around town with the hashtag, vote for the moms. I pretty much endorse that general thought, vote for the moms. I specifically endorse it when it comes to Jennifer Foyt and Felicia Castle. And in the Jonathan Alder district, when it comes to Sonia Walker and Erica Detweiler, I'm more than happy. I see your signs in other districts, Hilliard, Worthington, Dublin, running for school board. Reach out to me. I'd love to endorse you if you will pledge to get rid of critical race theory, to get rid of uh, all kinds of mind-bending nonsense like transgenderism and uh, woke bathrooms and stuff like that. If you are an advocate for that under the umbrella of diversity, equity, inclusion, I understand why you're not reaching out to me because I will not endorse you. In fact, I will campaign against you from my platform here. Kids need a great education. Our inner-city kids need a great education. Any kid needs a great education. It arms them with the tools to get better and achieve more, which is an opportunity available to all students in America. But if you're about equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity, well, I'm going to do everything I can to defeat you, and I'm going to marshal my audience, or try to, to defeat you. Because America guarantees you a chance. It does not guarantee you success. And now we have reached a point where our the enemies of what America was built upon are brazen and open in their campaign against the values we used to share. Values like work hard, get ahead. Nobody owes you anything. The New York Times wrote a story today that New York City schools are dramatically slashing gifted and talented programs. Gifted and talented. Uh, Because, of course, if you show potential to stretch somebody, um, to test them, to stress them, to bring more out of them, uh, well, that might allow them to get ahead. (laughs) 
we, I really believe the Democratic Party wants to create a country of lazy, unmotivated baby birds. You know, the baby birds in the nest are motivated to fly away. Mama is motivated to get them to fly away. But she understands that they need food for a while. So they sit in the nest with their mouths open, once nourished to the point where they're strong enough to succeed on their own. What does Mama Bird do? She doesn't say, you know, it'd be really nice if you got out of the nest sometime. When you're ready, go ahead. No, she kicks them out of the nest. And they must fly or they die. The mama bird loves them and would fight for them, of course. You ever walked by a nest where the baby birds are in the nest and mama bird attacks you because you're threatening the baby birds? How do you reconcile that mom who will fight you when she perceives you as a threat to her babies, but then will kick those same babies out of the nest? You're not going up to the nest and flicking them out of the nest. Why not? Well, because you don't have malice in your heart, but she thinks you might, and she's uber protective of her birds. See, that's how we are for our kids. Woke school board members, woke administrators. We know what our kids are able to handle, ready to handle, and we'll feed them what they need to know about gender identity, sexual preference, political beliefs, and all those kinds of things. You have a very narrow lane in which we freely encourage you to operate. That narrow lane is academics. Now, you've breached our trust in that lane, so we must have oversight on what you consider academics, because not everything you consider academics is really academics. It's indoctrination. So that's why we have to have oversight. And Ironically enough, the state of Ohio's revised code gives us, as parents, that oversight. See, I know you think you know best. Nuh-uh, you don't. So that's what we're going to do. We are going to maintain that and stay atop that situation. And when you try to get out of your lane, we are going to call you on it. Now, I know you have your allies. Sadly, they extend all the way to the Justice Department in trying to scare us away. But just like that mama bird who flies at my head and I wave my arms trying to get her, hey, leave me alone. I mean no harm. I genuinely mean no harm. She doesn't trust me. She just wants me out of there. Similarly, you say to us, oh, we mean no harm. We really care about the kids, diversity, equity, inclusion. We don't trust you. We know you mean harm. And so we're coming after you, undeterred by the threat of Justice Department investigation. Uh, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 is our number. Uh, I believe this might be Felicia Castle uh, running for school board in the Olentangy District, listening to the show and calling in. Hello, Felicia. How are you? Hey, Bruce, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. What's on, yeah, your, what's on your mind today as you uh, campaign for a school, board, a school board open position in the Olentangy District? Hey, I, I was listening, and you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm a mom of five kids, 
and you know we we have to push our kids out of the nest and they have to they have to develop and we have to be able to trust our schools to help them develop and right now you're absolutely right it's it's a scary place um, to push my kids out and and let them develop when you're not really sure what what they're hearing and what they're learning and you want to know what's going on so what prompted you what woke you up i think a lot of parents have become concerned alarmed somewhere on that continuum about their particular children's um, education, indoctrination, whatever you want to call it. I would call it the latter. Uh, but there has to be a pain point. I'm always uh, of the belief that uh, we change when the pain of staying the same exceeds the pain of whatever we have to go through to change. What prompted you to seek change by running for school board, putting yourself out there, and I'm sure making yourself an enemy of a lot of people who might have previously you considered friends? Yeah, it's it's been tough. There's been a lot of people that I that I – kind of, you know, I thought we're really great friends and um, they turn against me because I don't necessarily believe everything they believe. It can't, it's hard to come to common ground sometimes. You know, my pushing point, you know, there was there were several things and I think what woke in me and a lot of parents was um, getting to the point where we had to homeschool our kids and seeing a lot of this stuff come to light. To light. Um, one in particular thing is I, I had this article sent home to one of my children telling me what fake news was and, and in describing what fake news was in an article and saying, you know, if there's a spelling error in this article, it's fake news. And and leading my kid to believe that's what fake news is, um, I found it concerning. I'm like, that's not what, what anybody has been saying that's fake news. Um, we just want the truth and we want the, the full news. Um, so when I started getting things like that, amongst other things, and then parent, other parents also started sending me um, alarming things of pictures of um, of a white kid on a pedestal while a black kid was lower on the pedestal. Ugh. As I was seeing these things, more and more things came to light. And I, this is not what we stand for. This is not what we want to teach. We have policy saying that these things aren't allowed, so why aren't we following policy? So um, that's what started getting me wanting to run. And I, I'm a small business owner. I know how to run a business. I understand that there's accountability, that you have to have accountability. And I started questioning, holding people accountable. Well, I think that's a smart thing, and I've applauded um, people to, who do that. I've encouraged people to run for board. Uh, I did not know you before Sunday. Uh, I've gotten to know you, and uh, I endorse your candidacy. I endorse Jennifer Foyt's candidacy. I welcome uh, the candidates uh, who uh, are opposing you. But I know they're not going to take me up on my offer because uh, unless they come on the air and lie, which I'm not going to allow somebody to do that. But I appreciate you stepping out, uh, doing the courageous thing, and uh, I appreciate you calling the show today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Everybody get out and vote. November 2nd, we need your votes. Every vote counts. And you can find uh, more online about your campaign where? At FeliciaCastle.com. FeliciaCastle.com. Castle with a... K, correct? With a K, yep. Castle right. with a K. FeliciaCastle.com, and you can follow me on Facebook. I appreciate all the support. Very good. Thank you, Felicia. I appreciate the call. So there's one of the good ones. You have options. In other years, you haven't had options. In other years, you haven't been really engaged, really aware. I think you know how important this is. Barack Obama was never more right, and he wasn't right very often. But he was never more right than when he said elections have consequences. This morning I saw a uh, 
tweet from someone in Chicago asking a question about um, trying to find it here because I had a very simple answer to it. Said the window is closing for evacuations from Kabul. This person is a journalist in Chicago. Excuse me, Washington Post Beirut bureau chief covering Syria, Lebanon, Iraq, and beyond. Liz Sly is her name. I don't know what her political affiliation is. She said the window is closing for evacuations from Kabul. I've been trying to get our former Afghan employers from our Chicago Tribune days. That's why I think in Chicago on a flight, but it is looking grim. Can anyone suggest a way to help? Well. I'm willing to offer a suggestion as how to help. A sarcastic one, of course. My response to her was, hop in a time machine and vote differently on 11 20 Yeah, don't we all wish? A lot of people, enlightened now by the humiliation in Kabul, skyrocketing gas prices, begging Russia, don't hack our most... Important industries invaded on the southern border, lied to every day, don't we wish now that a lot of people could hop in a time machine and go back and vote differently on 11-2? You can't. But you can vote differently. You can vote purposefully. You can vote smartly this December, this November. And it starts at the local level with school boards, with candidates like Jennifer Foyt, Felicia Castle, in Olentangy, Erica Detweiler, Sonia Walker, in Jonathan Alder. And I'm open to others if they exist. You know, I am a pretty plain-spoken individual. I say a lot of things that make some people roll their eyebrows. In fact, when I was at this candidate forum in Olentangy on Sunday, and when I was networking with people that day in New Albany at the just wonderful, uplifting opening of the Miracle League of New Albany Field where uh, kids with uh, physical limitations, developmental disabilities get to play baseball, I had people... A lot of times, probably the most frequent question I get is, how do you get away with saying the stuff you say? Well, I'm not trying to get away with anything. The truth is an awesome defense. And the other thing is, people who exist and traffic in darkness, they don't like the light. They don't like exposure. Now, I'm not trying to contend for a second that I am the... uh, infallible arbiter of all things light. I strive to always be right and always be fair. And sometimes where those two merge, offend people, make people uncomfortable. I'm sure I'm not popular in Judge Kim A. Brown's chambers, whether it's Judge Kim A. Brown with an E or Judge Kim Brown without an E. I'm sure I'm not popular in the board offices at Olentangy. I... Don't prioritize those things. I prioritize being truthful, and I prioritize being fair. And if I'm wrong, I will admit that I am wrong. But you notice, I don't get calls from the superintendent at Olentangy. I don't get calls from John Marshhausen, the superintendent in Dublin, 
talking about the woke nonsense that he perpetrated when he was the superintendent in Hilliard, and I have no doubt he's still doing, and I know he's doing, in Dublin because they subscribe to Sintero, which is smut, and they teach it to kids in middle school, the whole gender nonsense that they preach. I don't get calls from the superintendent of Upper Arlington. Why are you dogging us on spending hundreds of thousands of dollars fighting our parents on bathrooms? I don't get calls from the pastor at Covenant Presbyterian Church who said at a school board meeting, I don't want everybody to share the faith I have. Hmm? Hmm. Seems like a repudiation of the Great Commission. I don't get calls. Not that they don't know about it. They know about it. They don't call because they don't like being exposed to the light. Simple. I welcome their calls, but I don't get them. Robert in Columbus. I got his call. He's now on the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi, Robert. Hey, Robert. Uh, thank you, Bruce, uh, for having me. Looking forward to the uh, leadership uh, forum on the 24th. I thank got you. my tickets. Great. Fantastic. And I just, you know, you know as a parent, um, this is what I do. I make sure that I know what curriculum is being taught to my child. Good and any of that stuff that comes home, that is counter to what our beliefs are, you know, we have the talk. And I encourage all parents out there to do that with their children, even if they're young. Yep. Make them understand, hey, you may face this, you may face that. None of that's true. Counter those arguments with your children. Amen. That's what you have to do, Robert. Thank you very much for doing that. And, you know, tell me the, what the experience is like when you do that with your kids. Has it Has it drawn you closer together? Has it separated you? Oh, definitely. Uh, it forms a bond. And it all, also, too, I think a lot of maybe some parents think, oh, you know, they're too young to have these talks. Well, they're going to have those talks yeah. with, with the government schools. You better believe you it. You may as well have those talks. And kids are much more intelligent, I think, than what we give them credit for. Um, my son's very intrigued by, by these conversations, and I can see the, the, the intrigue on his face. And he understands that, and he's, he's beginning to formulate his own opinions of these things. So I think it's very important uh, for parents to do that. It absolutely is. I applaud you for doing it and for sharing your experience with us, because I think it encourages other parents to do that. I think that's the balance. I mean, we're all, basically, we're all going into this with a desire to protect our kids, okay? And as Robert said... A lot of parents say, wow, it just seems like this might be a little bit beyond their ability to handle it. If that is your impediment, just remember the story I shared with you yesterday of the school in Hilliard where they were teaching intersectionality to elementary kids and asking them to be defenders, intersectional allies. And the little girl was coloring. She, she, she couldn't stay inside the lines, so I'm pretty sure she was very, very young. And she's, I'll be an advocate for queer trans girls and this kind of this and that. And you're like, and I'm afraid of talking to my kids about this stuff because they can't handle it? Like, I will assure you that is a concern their teachers do not share. They can't wait to get their hands on your kids as soon as they can. Why do you think they're pushing universal pre-K? Why do you think they are? Oh, 
so you can go to work? No. So they can get their hands on your kids sooner. It's not hard to figure out. We'll tell you how bad it is in Olentangy when we talk to an attorney next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.